Welcome everyone back to Blue Collar Startup. I am your co-host, Mike Nelson, joined by visionary founder of Blue Collar Startup, Derek Foster. Hey, Mike. The band is back together. The band is back together, yes, as I was... Episode uh, 31? 31. I'm sad that I missed episode 30 and uh, that I wasn't here to to do the interview with Terry. Yeah. Uh, I think I did okay. Yeah. I don't know. I mean... (laughs) No, I'm sure you did fine, too. I I still got to listen to the episode, so we'll find out... Um, If this is your first time listening, uh, each episode we interview people that are involved in the blue collar community in some fashion. Maybe they're business owners, maybe they are support staff, maybe they're, uh, or like today when we're working or we're talking with someone that is in an industry that supports the blue collar industry through education, which we've done, uh, we've been really fortunate to have some great guests on some different organizations talking about how they help to train the next, uh, generation of blue collar workers and business owners. So uh, we're excited to be joined today by Bruce Hoffman from BOCES. Now you're Warren Washington, Saratoga. Yes. Um, What's the initial? Washington, initials? Saratoga, Warren, Hamilton, Essex. That's Essex. it. The wish, wish, wishy. That's <laughs> it. Yeah. The wishy. Uh, so Bruce, tell us a little bit about what you are doing over at BOCES and, and how BOCES is doing amazing things supporting the blue collar industry. Well, industries, I should say. Yeah, uh, what we do is we prepare um, students for the workforce, mm-hmm. right? And we're now there's a lot more emphasis, uh, emphasis on the trades and getting people out there. And college is not the number one ruler, right? So uh, we've done a lot of work on that, um, trying to get people to change their mind and be able to go to work and learn on the job, apprenticeship programs, the works, right? So there's something to be said um, about being able to go into a career without being in debt to sometimes overwhelming debt, right? Yeah. Um, So, you know, we compare what would it take for somebody to go to college for two years or four years and break that down versus going to work. And even the comparison between the two you're looking at how much somebody could have made if they weren't going yeah. to school and while somebody is making it. And then even many times when they come out, um, because there's, there's a lot of post-secondary places that you can go, mm-hmm. just trade schools. There's, you know, certificate type programs, you know, associates um, and, and, and so forth. But um, many times they're going to come out and they're going to compete for the same jobs yeah. that their friend that they sat next to at most, you know. At BOCES in yeah. career tech, and they're going to be competing for the same jobs, the same rate of pay, at the same starting, you know, entry level yeah. workers. And I, and you bring up an important point too. I mean, it, it's college. It's not just the cost of tuition. It's the cost of what you could have made were you working full time. So if you're going to go into a, you know, you leave a BOCES program, you graduate high school, you go into a job that's making fifty grand a year, let's say, right? I think that's a pretty attainable yeah. amount of money here in this area, anyway. Yep. Uh, you know, like so that's fifty grand that you wouldn't have been making plus the, I'm, you know, I don't even know what the cost of tuition these these days, but let's just call it another fifty grand, right? I mean, that's a hundred thousand yeah. dollar swing. Yeah. It's uh. It's, yes. It's a lot of and, money, and that's how you have to look at it, you know. So that's the. The, the overall picture, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people don't um, don't look at it that way um, to measure both sides. Yeah. So I think, um, you, you, and we we have incredible business community here. Um, we're never at a lack of somebody, um, some place to place help you know students mm-hmm. go out there and uh, 
check it out in the real world yeah. before leaving school. Yeah, we are definitely in a, a great part of the country to live as far as uh, economics. And, and we I, I don't know if it was this show or another one we were talking about just how uh, insulated we are from so much of what goes on in the country economically. You know, like when back in the 2008 you know, crash, uh, real estate crash, like our part of the country really didn't see the swings mm-hmm. that like say Arizona did, sure. you know, and then even just recently with everything we saw with, uh, with COVID pandemic and that impact on the economy, like, again, we just, we just don't see a lot of that yeah, stuff. Yeah. On the West coast right now, all of the, the oh home values and home prices yeah. are, are dropping like crazy and it's, it's continued to rise here. Yeah. 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 And we're still, and we, we're still have a huge inventory yeah. problem and, and prices are continuing to go up. And to your point, the business community just continues to, to thrive. Yeah. Here they're building and building. Yeah. They build more. They'd build more if we had, if they had more work. If they had more work. Yeah. And that's what we talked to. Obviously we talked to, you know, blue collar business owners all the time. Yeah. Right. And every one of them says the same thing, workforce, workforce, workforce. And it's, I, you know, that's one of the things that we really try to uh, bring attention to is just, you know, if you want to have a great career and make great money and, and, you know, you don't have to go to college. College isn't a bad thing. It can be a good thing as well, but you don't have to do it and be able to make money in a blue collar industry. Like that. Yeah. And that's, that's correct. You know, you can, you can make a great salary, have a great life mm-hmm. um, in the trades. There's nothing wrong yeah. with that. We need to get away from that whole stigma. And we, we are. There's a, lot of, there's a lot more progress on that than ever before. But, you know, parents, uh, everybody's been kind of force-fed that college is the only way. And then, you know, look, there are professions and careers that require that and need to. I do prefer that my doctor went to medical school. <laughs> yes, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, but, you know, um, you, you can learn a lot with, with hands-on and yeah. working with the experts and, the, you know, the journeymen in the field. That's that's the true hands-on learning, Yeah. Know? which is what we do at Boses. You know, it's hands-on. I think that's the difference between... Um, you know, the traditional classroom of sit and listen. The sit and listen. Yeah, we were talking about that before yeah. before I hit the record button. You know, all the good stuff comes out before you record, right? <laughs> um, but we were talking about that where, you know, and, uh, you know, episode seven, we had Dr. Tarina Parker um, uh, on and, and we had a similar conversation. But, you know, my, my daughter, I think, is a great example where... BOCES has so many programs, not just blue collar stuff, right? So um, they, you guys, and and maybe at some point here in the episode, we can talk about them a little more, but she's doing the, the graphic design program. I feel like maybe it's called visual arts or something like that. But, you know, prior to doing that, she did not like school. She was not talking about college. She, you know, she was not thinking about any of that stuff. And then almost immediately, uh, she when she started the BOCES program, she started talking about college and looking at the future and really enjoying what she's doing at school. And like, and you had said like, it's just a hands-on thing as opposed to the, the sit and sit and listen, sit and listen, sit and listen. Yeah. And I think we hear that a lot Mm -hmm. from, you know, the students come to us, it's a junior and senior year, right? Mm -hmm. So it's a two year program. Um, It's, it's a different style of learning, right? Or it's, so it's hands-on. Yeah. Um, we try to bring the, you know, the classroom into the working environment, right? Mm-hmm. And then, um, so everything, even the academics that we have, we have math and ELA that are pushed into every program. And with that being said, that math and ELA is, is equated right to that, that, um, career path, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever that may be, you know, and then the, in their, generally in their senior year, Students will have an opportunity to go out on internships, um, 
and they they work with uh, with industry um, businesses, and yeah. and they get to see how what the connection is between the classroom, and what they're learning there, and then what what happens in the you know on the job. Yeah, right. So so it's a it, it's a great way for people to, to do it. And um, you know, when I say working with your hands, those shops are busy, right? They yeah, do, they're doing <laughs> right. It's a you know, it's a, it's just the and also a lot of people say it's. I, I didn't like school until this, right? Yeah. And then they come to school. So I know out of my entire education, my favorite classes were wood shop and metal shop, which they don't even teach in schools anymore. I didn't, yeah, when I was in high school, we didn't have any of that. That's I'm just that old. Is that what you're saying, Derek? No. I'm, Is this uh, about it, the whole comment about the show? <laughs> <laughs> Boy. <laughs> Having a rough day. My, I know. <laughs> Man. Um, yeah, that's good. But yeah, I, we never, I never got to experience that, and I, I would have loved it. Oh my god, but, it was so much fun! Yeah. Like literally, I remember, I, I remember the my teachers. I remember my woodshop teacher, Mister Wiseman, uh, back up in Plattsburgh. Uh, I it was just so much fun. We go in there, and whether it was being on the wood lathe and making lamps, or you know, like we just yeah. did all sorts of stuff. And then we they when we hit metal shop, it was great because they they let us make knives and stuff. So it was, oh yeah, man, wow. it was great. I like, I remember making like samurai swords and knives and then we'd go <laughs> into the wood shop and cause, cause now we've, we've gone through the wood shop, right? So yeah. wood shop was like, I think sixth grade and then seventh grade, you're allowed to, we started doing like technical drawing and then we'd go into metal shop. So we got into metal shop and literally like, I remember making, do you know what size are that like ninja weapon? It's like a, a three pronged metal like yeah. thing. Yeah. So I remember like we, I got, I got to weld. So I was like making these size, like welding. And, uh, and then I'd go over and make knives and make swords. And then we'd go into the wood shop and we'd make the handles for the knives and the swords and all this great stuff. And it was awesome. And then like, uh, I can't even imagine they, I, I, they would freak yeah. out if yeah. you tried, tried to make times have changed. Oh my yes. God. Right. Like that's crazy. And then I know as I'm saying, it, I'm like, wow, I literally was making all these weapons in school. <laughs> uh, and now you like, I think you'd get suspended for bringing a pocket yeah. knife into school at this point. So, um, but I was asking my kids, same thing. I'm like, I'm like nothing. They're like, well, we have like our STEM classes, which whatever that stands for. Um, but now they don't do that, man. And it was so yeah. much fun. Like, can you imagine being like, 11 years old and like throwing on a welding mask and like welding stuff. And I, it, it, you know, it was just so much fun. Do you still use those skills today? <sighs> you know, what's funny is, uh, for probably the last year, I keep saying that I want to, I want to get into welding. Like that's a, a skill that I really, really, yeah. uh, would love to have again. And on the farm, I like, I keep running into instances where like, if I, first of all, if I had a welder and if I really knew how to weld, uh, I could do some cool stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's a that's an interesting thing you said because any one of our programs, whether you do that as a lifelong career mm-hmm. or not, those skills are with you forever. Yeah. Right? And then there's some there's a lot of um, combined uh, the gray area, right? You know, yeah. so it meshes between one program and another. You know, but um, work ethic and all that kind of stuff plays into that, but. Um, you know, any one of those, those, um, from any program that you learn can stay with you forever. And if it becomes a hobby or just something that you're able to, uh, fix something for yourself. Yeah. There's something to be said about that. Yeah. Well, I want to make a hay wagon. 
There you go. Right? And I need to do some welding in order to make that happen. So, And it's funny because I actually was thinking about our interview with Dr. Parker mm-hmm. and how yeah. she was talking about how you guys have adult programs. It's not just high that. school programs. And I was like, I, I should look to see if Bosey's got a welding program. Maybe I could do, do that. Very yeah. popular. Yeah, yeah, I bet it is because welding is cool. Yeah. And you get to wear a cool ass mask, yeah. and those masks now—they got all kinds of graphics. I'm just—I'll just be a badass dude <laughs> hanging out in my my garage welding stuff, right? Make sure the the blue collar logos on it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, um, so enough about me, Bruce. So, uh, I you know what I want to ask you though, and because I, I think it's important, um, because it, this literally just came up the other day in conversation with my kids, and I remember when I was growing up that. You know, quote, unquote, the Bosey's kids, there was always, and you brought up stigma before, like there's always this negative stigma that's attached to not just blue collar, which we've talked about before, but also the, just the Bosey's in general, because it's non-traditional. And it was always like, you know, if you had to go to Bosey's, then you were, you know, uh, a diminished human, you know, you were less than everybody yeah. else. And I, and I just, which obviously that's not true. And I just, I, you know, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Like, is that still a thing? Is that changed? Like, have we moved past that? Like, you know, we have moved past that for the most part, mm-hmm. but it's still there. Right. Cause you still have people who were in school yep. who were part of that. What, you still got way. jerks like me mentioning well, it on whatever, podcasts. Whatever. <laughs> 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 but you know, our school has done, uh, they remarketed the way yep. career tech. So it's separated out from just, you know, the BOCES. Yeah. Right. Um, but there's a place for everybody in this world. So yeah. it's, it's all good re- regardless. So, but the career in tech, I think that that whole, um, I think there's people at the homeschool that wish they were over there. Right. Yeah. And now it's, um, and it's people aren't being sent there just because they're never going to make it in college. Right. Or they're not going to, you know, what are they going to do? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, um, let, let's just send them over there and um, keep our fingers crossed. Right, right. Right. No, it's not like that so much anymore. You know, the counselors are starting to get more uh, involved in knowing what goes on over there mm-hmm. in CT, what the requirements, what the what the real rigor is for for programs, you know, uh, technical manuals. Um, just that, There's just so much more to it. So these kids are coming over and, uh, and appreciating being there. It's maybe the first time that they really got the, a choice in what, what class they're going to take. Yeah. And that's going to last hopefully for, for the two years for them. So, yeah, well, like I said, I know it had a profound impact on my mm-hmm. daughter and her view of learning in school. So mm-hmm. it's super grateful for that. Uh, and, and I know that recently too, we actually, so it was funny, Derek. Um, I didn't make the connection until like maybe an hour before you guys showed up, but I'm sitting there and, Brad was like, yeah, I saw Bruce Hoffman's coming in from Bosey's. And he's like, he's like, was that because of when he brought the intern in? And I was like, what? He's like, oh, and we, yeah. Bruce said, and then yeah, I was yeah. like, oh my God, that's right. Bruce had brought one of his interns yeah. in here yeah. for, uh, for a day. And they, uh, sat with some of our team downstairs yeah. and did some stuff. I forgot was, about that. Yeah, yeah, I did yeah. too. And, and, he, too. and yeah, and that was, that's, that was one of those, uh, it was a student from our programs mm-hmm. and he wanted to check out marketing and see what that's all about. Um, well, I'm sure now that he's I, seen our operation, he's like, keep yeah, me away from marketing, yeah. right? <laughs> but, you know, Who he, wants to do that for a living? You know, he went to three different businesses. Oh, and, cool. You know, got, you know, got other people's, you know, intake, you know, take on all that's of that. That's great. Yeah, no, that's so, a great. So, and, you know, but that's what I do on the placement coordinator. Um, there's now two of us at each of our centers because we have another uh, campus up in mm-hmm. Hudson Falls. So, uh, but. You know, we uh, we put kids out in, in internships and with with the need in uh, in the community now in trades and um, and actually all our programs over there. But um, 
it's we're welcomed. You know, those kids are yeah. uh, the students are are welcome to come into their place and see what it is. They get to network. Um, many of them are getting um, even paid internships because uh, you know once they find somebody, it's more than just their skills. Mm-hmm. It's how do they um, are they going to be a good fit with our team? You know, uh, how do they communicate? Or, you know, what's their work ethic? Are they coming in here and want to be here? They're willing to learn, willing to do all that kind of good stuff. So that's that's the whole the whole person yeah. that we're looking at. And once they find it, they don't want that person to go because um, they don't want them to walk away. And right. yeah. students today, I think everything is like you know immediate, right? Yeah, yeah. So instant gratification. Right. So when you find somebody. Hang on to them, you know, yeah. and um, it's a good way to, to find new employees. Did, go, go ahead, Derek. One question that I've, I've been wanting to ask, Bruce, does the majority of your students, do they go directly into a career or do some of them move on to uh, like a Hudson Valley or another program for two years? That's a, that's a real good question. And I, I'm thinking where more students are going directly into the field, into mm-hmm. work. Um and, you know, they're, they're green. They're still high school kids. You know, they're leaving at 18 and, and walking in. But many of them already have had internships. Um, so they know where they're going. They're getting that. Um, we have signing day mm-hmm. for the students who get jobs prior to, uh, you, know, you know, leaving. Um, so when they graduate, they're walking right into a full-time job. Um, we do have some that still want to do that college thing. And like I said, there's some some things that... It's, it's suited for, right, that they, that they need to be doing that. But we're giving them uh, a choice, right? They're going to go in, and we talked before about the money and how you figure that out, mm-hmm. right? Um, and there's certificate programs and there other trade schools. Um, but, and then, of course, the traditional college for, for a degree. And even some of them are changing to just have, like, certificate. You can go there for one year yeah. and earn a certificate. If it's going to be welding, you're going to focus on welding. Yeah. All that other, you know, academic stuff is not not going to be part of their their time there. But in all honesty, those students leaving some of these programs um, are going to be competing a year or so later. They're going to be competing with the kid they sat next to, um, for the same jobs, yeah. same, same entry level, same you know rate of pay, yeah. times right. Um, if you left, somebody went to school for you know uh, college for a year or two, what they're making versus what what they could have been making while somebody yeah. else went right to work, making so much money a year, um, and they're not even paying the tuition for them to go. Right. right. So there's a there's a there's a big difference there. I think we talked about that before. So, you know, long story short, I think most of the, a lot of our students are going right, right in the field and are seeing right into the, the workforce. So, yeah. That's good. The workforce needs them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That's absolutely. So any uh, parents or, or kids who are considering a BOCES program, I mean, what, how did they start the process and, and what does that look like? I know, Mike, you've obviously, you've been through it, um, but for all listeners, what does that look like and how, how would they get started? Well, it all starts at the homeschool, right? So, um, and we do, uh, the counselors all um, work out. A homeschool can come with so many, uh, with kids from whatever whatever grade. And they come in and they do a tour 
Um, and then, you know, there's different kind of tours for different programs for different schools, depending on what they, what they need and want. But really the students come over and they see what it's all about. Then they go back and the counselors talk to them and it helps them make a better informed decision mm-hmm. on what they want to do and what program they want to be in. Then they just have to do the application for that student and they send it over to our schools and they, um, you know, and there is a lottery, which is, you know, which is, um, which is, I guess, good and bad. Right. Because <laughs> you know? if you don't get the lottery, right, then you have to go into your second choice, you know. Um, but, you, you know, our programs, for the most part, are full. But, you know, once, once they're in, they're in for the two years, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, you know, when I talk about the second choice, um, it's many times kids get into that, students get into their second choice, and then when they get the option... You know, a few weeks to leave because some some things move around, and they're like, "No, no, I'm good." You know, yeah. so um, just the idea of being over there, like I said, there's some overlap, and so you know, you can go into construction and be in construction, heavy equipment, welding, um, HVAC, right? So they're also connected in many ways. So you're not going to lose, however yeah. it works. And do, and do you have like a um, like a list of employers or companies that? basically recruit out of you from for seniors coming out of high school and coming out of your BOCES program? Yeah, yeah, we, we do. Um, we worked over the years probably with 500 different businesses, wow. Um, wow. you know, out of both campuses, right? Mm-hmm. So, but each year we probably work closely with about 200 to 225 businesses that we place the students throughout the year. Um, and obviously if it's construction... Um, we're looking at the builders, the local builders. Yeah. And we have a really, really good rapport with them. Um, so, you know, one hand washes the other, you know, so it helps all, all the way around. You know, we, you know, we get to put the students out there mm-hmm. and they get to learn out in the field and they get to, you know, to kind of handpick um, students that, that have worked out and that they could see being part of their, their team. So you said 225 kids a year roughly speaking we probably do that at each center because we have multiple students going to a site gotcha gotcha you know i can we can now is that all programs or is that just your like blue collar stuff like builders like construction welding every, every program every program the students have the opportunity to go out in their senior year so uh, it doesn't matter if it's cosmetology or yeah you know um there's horticulture programs, there's yeah. all kinds of things. And with with that, there's also, you can look at what else is connected to that program. Mm-hmm. If uh, maybe they're an automotive and a student, two years, they just don't really see themselves turning wrenches for the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. What else is there? There's parts departments, there's all kinds of things. So we move them around many times within these uh, these businesses so that they can kind of really get to see a little bit of hands-on yeah. what, it, what, it, what it is. And sometimes they wouldn't have had that, had that opportunity just within the walls of our programs because there's only so much you can do. Yeah. Right. So, but when they're hmm. out there in the real world, they get to, to experience different areas within that. I just think that's so important. Like yeah. Yeah. trying to show these kids of what life is actually going to be like, and, you know, kind of actually getting them ready for the real world rather than, Tricking them into thinking that, uh, you know, I don't want, I don't want to put my tinfoil hat on, but you know, I, like, I just feel like so much about our education system right now is not setting kids up for success. We're not 
showing them what the real world looks like. We're showing them what we'd like it to look like. And it's just, and then they get out of school and they're like, oh shit. Right. And so it just sounds like, like with what you're doing is you're literally like, no, we're going to put you into the real world scenario so you can see. And then, uh, yeah. Yep. Bu- buckle up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, we, we do some, you know, we do follow up with the students as best we can. Yeah. You know, we go out and we check, you know, see how they're doing out in the field. I mean, you talk about rewarding. Mm-hmm. You have a kid who's coming, coming to school and uh, um, loving just the hands-on learning that they're getting. Then they get to go out on an internship and working with, with you know, people um, that are experts in the field. That, yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, doing whatever it is that they're doing and um, they love that right the, the biggest and then if it turns into a paid internship there I mean yeah. like you get you yeah. get paid to, to you know to go to school and how rewarding is it not only for the student but I think for the parents that they know that they're going to walk into a job as soon as uh, as soon as yeah. the school is over you know uh, some place that they've been and they're used to and they're you know they're accepted and you know it's a uh, it's it's just just good. Yeah, it sounds like an amazing system. Yeah. I, it's, yeah. um, and and you know, I'm wondering with regards to what's the best way to best way to put it. Well, I guess the, so. These kids are leaving your program, right? They're graduating high school. They're going out into the real world. They have these skills. It sounds like what such a great system. Where there, but you know, there's no no perfect system, right? So where where are the shortfalls or the gaps or where's the, you know, from a BOCES standpoint, like where where's the deficits that BOCES needs help, in, it to help these kids. Like what are we missing or not doing better or what do we need to do better? You know. You know, I think we've we we have we have it down, right? Mm-hmm. And I think I think what we are what we're doing is working. Um, there's just how it's funded, perhaps, is, is another thing. Mm-hmm. And I think what's, what's going on now is we're going to run out of room, right? So that's, that's you know, one thing that I think about a lot. So how can we move some of our programs off into, um, you know, a separate campus or separate mm-hmm. buildings? Our campuses are old, you know. Um, so how do we get, we have to get funded by every district yeah. that has to sign off on it for us to do something. And sometimes that's uh, that, but we're well, so, you know, our districts really. Uh, You're in a good appreciate. area. Yeah, yeah, you know, so yeah, it's yeah. hard to say, but I think the next step would be really to, because um, our technology is there, you know, mm-hmm. they constantly buying new equipment, making sure yeah. that the stuff that they're going to be working with this is stuff that they, the businesses rely on, right? So you, they have to know how to do that, but they also have to know some of the other older equipment to how it works and how to prepare because not every business is going to be, you know, yeah. um, going to be able to, to do that every year. But still, we're, um, we have the equipment that we need. So is it just the building? We can work around some of those, but right. when when does that time come where it's like, you know, we need more space. We need more space. Or we I think need we need a bigger really boat. Up, upgrade in facilities, right? Yeah. That would be the, that's probably uh, one of my biggest, biggest. What about, um, what about funding for the adult programs? I, like, how is that, how does that work? Tell us a little bit about more about that. Cause I, not only do yeah. I, am I going to take the welding class, but I, like, I just want to, you know, like, <laughs> Is it self-funded? Like, so, like, I want to go take a welding class. I'm going to, there's a tuition. I'm going to pay that and I go do it. Well, I, I'm not, um, 
truly aware of everything that goes on in the Avil program. We try okay. to help each other um, with the places and the businesses we deal with. Um, a lot of these people are they're already in industry and they're not, you know, mm -hmm. that's, they're in a job sure. that they don't want. Or maybe it's a job uh, that they're in and they could upgrade into a better position with that company. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes they're funded by that company. Sometimes it's funded on their own. And sometimes there's work, there's money and grant money um, through some like the uh, the counties and stuff. Okay. So there's there's different uh, revenue streams for that, you know. Um, but you'd have to probably talk to you know um, the adult learning person, which I'm sure she'd love to come. All right. Yeah. She's yeah. on. She's coming in soon. Then <laughs> she, she doesn't know it yet. Yeah. We don't know her Absolutely. name. Absolutely. Uh, well, and you know, it's actually. Uh, I, this is actually a perfect spot for us to talk about uh, Michael's group real quick and just yeah, a quick absolutely. shout out to, to Luke and his team over there. They recently became a sponsor of Blue Collar Startup and we're super grateful and appreciative of those guys and uh, supporting us and our mission. And one of the things that we're doing with our sponsors is they come in and they give us money. It's it's not so that Derek can drive a Mercedes. It's, you know, one of our plans is to take some of that money and to be able to fund programs like, like the adult BOCES program to help like get people grants or scholarships and help them uh, deal with tuition and stuff like that. So uh, just a big shout out to, to Luke yeah. and, uh, and to Michael's group. And um, thanks a lot guys for sponsoring us. So I want to make sure that I brought them up. Yeah. I gave them a shout the, uh, the and Terry's. So yeah. if I listened, I would, I would know that. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's on my list. It's only been a couple of days. So. I, I, well, yeah, exactly. That's my defense. <laughs> you know, you talk about how businesses help. We we have a lot of help. You know, all we mm -hmm. have to do is make a phone call. Yeah. And and our business community is right there for us. Yeah. Right. We uh, in next week or the week after we're going to be doing you know tool bags that the Carhartt tool bags. Yeah. That are paid for by the the contractors in, in Saratoga. Oh, that's um, awesome. You know, that's uh, neat. so, and so every graduate, you know, not every student, it's, it's within the construction field. So those four, four programs, mm -hmm. they'll, they'll get them, you know, um, we're always looking for ways because these kids go out into the field and they don't, they don't have the tools yet. You yeah. Know? So we're talking about things for automotive and how that, that can, that can work. Cause, uh, many places you go in, you need your own tools, mm -hmm. right? They have some house tools that, that people, but the expectation is they're going to do them. And all of that stuff is not cheap. Yeah. So we have people who look at that and say, you know, we get an intern, we get somebody in here that follows through. We'll help them. We're going yeah. to put, we're going to, we're going to make sure that they have the tools they need, you know? So those, the business community is, is here for us and we're here for them. Yeah, for absolutely. Sure. And, and I know that we'd like to talk more about that too. I, it's definitely, yeah. obviously, you know, we're, our, our, main part of our mission is empowering and educating, you know, the next generation of blue collar business owners and, and blue collar, uh, preneurs as we're calling them. But, um, so yeah, we definitely want to be able to make sure we're helping any way that we can too. So, so I got a, a quick question. Um, and has your daughter graduated, Mike? And she, no, June 24th is her graduation okay. and her, she has a separate Ceremony from graduating from BOCES. Correct. So um, that was going to be my question. What does that look like for a senior or somebody that's about to I haven't seen graduate? it yet, so I don't know what it looks like, but I'm sure Bruce can. We, um, we the Saratoga campus um, holds their ceremony at the city center. Mm -hmm. Okay. And up at our Hudson Falls, they use the, um, the arena up there. So those, um, and they, 
you know, they have a lot of kids sitting in the audience and we'll have a guest speaker, you know, yeah. student speaker. And um, when we read off their name, they come up and uh, get their get their diploma and they, and they move on. And then they get their using They're all in their homeschool mm-hmm. colors, their gowns. So it's kind of like a rainbow out there of different colors, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then they, uh, and like a couple of weeks later, a week or so later, they'll be doing their, um, their homeschool graduation. Okay. So, and, you know, it's funny, you keep saying homeschool, and the first couple of times you said it, I was like, homeschool? I'm like, oh, that's cool. They work with homeschool programs. And then I realized that you're actually talking about their, the district. their district school, yeah. But So that raises the question, like, do you work? Because I know homeschool, well, like homeschooling is becoming more prominent. Wow. Yeah. Like big percentage points. Um, and so I'm just, do you work with homeschool programs? Like, is that an option for them to be able to send their homeschool kids to BOCES? Those are district decisions, I, I believe. Gotcha. Um, because they have to pay, you know, there is something that needs to pay because there's a yep. tuition to come to a, to CTE, mm-hmm. you know. So um, that, I think, is is just a homeschool decision on how that's going to go. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I was curious mm-hmm. about that. So um, I guess, you know, with... With the students, because I guess our ultimate goal here is to get, you know, the show in front of uh, the students. Um, you know, I guess, what are, what are your thoughts on the best way to, to reach them? Would it be through the teachers or through the individual schools themselves? For for doing this? The, yeah. For listening to this? For listening and just yeah. growing the audience for some yeah. of that. Like, especially like the seniors and, and things like that. And it's interesting because I was wondering how, you know, where you get your audience and how you're doing that. And I think that... Um, maybe those QR codes and stuff that you can maybe put up and we can put those yeah. things in the hallways. Um, so I, I think that they need to be listening to this and maybe even have a podcast with students. Yeah. You know, let them speak for themselves, right? Because they're, they're our, you know, they too are our customers. Yeah, we'd love to get a couple of kids that in would here be, and yeah. have them talk about the program and kind of things that they've been learning. And, and, and moreover, I'd love to get their perspective on, you know, from a couple of seniors on, you know, they're looking at graduating and making the decision of going to college or going into a blue collar career based on what they were able to learn at BOCES. Like, I think that would be very informative. Uh, it's a great idea. Yeah, so we can we can help with that. Yeah, that'd be I amazing. Do that. And we won't, we won't swear on that episode. <laughs> we'll bleep it if we do. Okay. <laughs> we'll keep it PG-13, PG-18. Um, so what other kinds of, you know, what other kinds of... Uh, attention or, or help or, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Attention help. Like what other kinds of, uh, you know, we just want to help amplify your voice. Right. So what other, what other kind of aid can we, can we offer there? You know, like I said before, I really think that we have this, this down, we have the support of, you know, uh, I know politics is something that, you know, that, that's difficult to bring up in a lot of ways, but we have, we have people who are very supportive, you yeah. know, even on both sides, right? Yeah. So, um, which is, which is good. And it's all about the health of the community and the, and that is all the, the gauge on that is, is the health of the businesses, right? Mm-hmm. That are doing that. So we, we are just part of the continuum of, of all of this. And I think there's no one thing that I can really just pull out right now. I just need that, you know, to know that, that, you know, the funding is still going to be there. That's yeah. the whole thing. Um, school districts are paying, and these tuitions are, you know, are, are you know, that it's not cheap mm-hmm. to, to bring a, a student through just through BOCES. So, no, I bet not. Um, but at the same time, how many are we going to, you know, how many can we handle at right. the same time? So 
it, you know, but I, I just think at some point, like I said before, that we're gonna, we're gonna be needing to either upgrade into, into things and that, that we think, but you know, there's money that, that can come from, you know, from that vast ocean of taxes. Okay. <laughs> so if a, if a small business or a, somebody in the blue collar industry who uh, is looking to hire or looking to find staff, how do they get involved with BOCES? What's the process? It's just a phone call. You know, we have a website. They can, they can find out who, uh, who to go to, whether it's the superintendent or counselors or workplace learning coordinators, um, principals. And then we can uh, we can hook them up. Many people just call and say, "Listen, I'm you know looking for workers. Do you have people you know that are graduating?" Normally, when we get those phone calls, they're like the fiftieth phone call. Oh, right? gotcha. So everybody's looking. We have more need than we have students. So that that's a that's a huge huge thing. But you know, hook up, and then our next step hopefully is to do an internship so we can partner with that business get the students out there and that's how we just start to to grow from there they get they get a student um or two mm-hmm. you know or more uh depending on who they are and what they can handle um and then they get to you know i, I kind of call it try before you buy yeah that's nice <laughs> you know? so you told us how business owners can get a hold of you and, and and forge that relationship which um again i it, it's i think business owners are crazy not to right yeah. especially blue collar guys and girls like I, you know if you're looking for a workforce which every i know it's such a huge problem locally i'm sure it is nationally uh being able to find people to work in the trades um although i do feel like it is rising in popularity i just i still can't understand i don't no one I, it boggles my mind the workforce problem that we're having nationwide mm-hmm. yeah. and you know where where, where are all the workers? Where Where, where, where are all the people? Yeah, um, and uh, I, I don't know. It's it's crazy to me, but I think if you know, and again, I think by doing this, and I think if more people understood what it was actually like to go through trade school and mm-hmm. and learn what it was about and what the daily routine was, more people would consider it. And actually, that was going to be my next question. Oh, you've got um, one. Oh, that's yeah. Good. I was going to segue into it. So I'd like to ask Bruce, what's a typical day look like for a student in school? How does it compare to a normal high school? They go to their high schools and they start there. Mm-hmm. And, um, okay. and then they get bussed over to our um, centers, right? And then they come in and it's two and a half hours in the morning. And then another group comes in two and a half hours in the afternoon. So they're only there for a half day mm-hmm. okay. for the two years. And in that, they may have anywhere from 15 minutes to 30 minutes uh, kind of lecture, you know, what we're going to go over, what we're going to be doing in the shop. And then they go and they start cutting, turning wrenches or whatever it is that they need to do. So that's basically what a student will be. Um, I'm sure the day is over before they're ready because that's what would be happening to me. Yeah. Um, and then um, they do have ELA and math mm-hmm. that is pushed in. So we have a separate teacher that comes in and works with the program teacher. And um, and they do related math or related to ELA. Then we start with resumes and you know uh, letters and mm-hmm. you know um, that kind of stuff, so that they can do that. We do fill out applications. We also have students uh, practice interviews, all those other things that are that are important. Yeah. Um, that are really related to any job, any field, anyone. I think that related part is huge, right? Yeah. Like my son, he's 15. Well, he's about to be 15. He's finishing up his freshman year in high school. And uh, 
he's just like, why do I need to learn trigonometry? Mm-hmm. And because we don't, because the sit and listen curriculum is not making that connection. Like they're not showing the, they're giving knowledge, but no application for that knowledge. And mm-hmm. like, you know, my son's a smart kid, but like, he just kind of doesn't see the point to a lot of what he's learning. And I think making that connection is huge. I can't even imagine how many times I said that when I was in school. Yeah. Right. Why do I need to know this? Yeah. And um, so here it's um, it really is applied to what you're doing. That's the awesome. Light, the light bulb goes off. Yeah. You know, um, and I think that's again, that's a that's a big thing. The difference between our schools. Right. The homeschools can't necessarily do that all the time, but you know we're a co-op, and that's why mm-hmm. we do what we do, and they, you know, and they do what they do. You know, it's a, it's amazing how many, I, even reading a ruler, right? So kids coming in and they're like, okay, that line after the long, line. the little line, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the no. second little line, and then you, you think, all right, you know what? In in truth, that they didn't, they learned it, but they forgot right. it because they never used it, right? Right. So, but these are constant, right? That these. These are all very basic, and they're used right on up to the day they uh, they walk out of there. But then they're using it on the job. So, yeah. So it's interesting too. My daughter really loved Bosies because her mom would pick her up from Bosies and bring her to school. I guess that was an option. So they'd hit like Dunkin' Donuts oh, yeah. on the way. Yeah. Like she, you know, <laughs> nice. I was like, wow, really in the chair. I'm like, I, if your mom's way nicer than I would make you ride the bus. <laughs> but wait, yeah. What are you gonna do? You know, you mentioned. Uh, you know, even um, women, right? Mm-hmm. Women in the trades, and that's a big, big initiative that Arbosis has has done. Um, just trying to figure out they what are fifty one, fifty two percent of the you know the population, yeah. and you know women. And we're for so long um, we were missing out on that because traditionally, right? Girls were going to cosmetology, yeah. And, you know, the boys were going to welding, right? So and. We're starting, we're really trying to get people to think out, you know, yeah. on the other side. The boys don't own these programs. They don't own these jobs, mm-hmm. right? And the girls can do them just as well as anybody, you know, as any any boy in there, right? And, we, you know, we work with the, you know, um, we have mentioned, you know, some of our business partners before. Mm-hmm. We work closely with them on trying to, uh, trying to do that and attract more, you know, um, girls into the non-traditional courses for them. That's for great. Career jobs. Yeah. Need it. I mean, most of the women in my life are way smarter than I am, so uh, <laughs> they would definitely do all of those things way better than yeah. I would. Um, and my jokes keep throwing me off. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking myself out of an interview right now. So uh, they're not even that funny. but So... If people want to get hold of you, yep. they want to find BOCES, uh, whether they're an employer or they're a student or whatever, like it, it, how do they do that? Where do they find you guys? They can find us at wswhebosies.org, their website. And it's it's a easy uh, website to maneuver uh, around, and you can find what you're going to need there. Well, you know, CTE programs, they list the programs, syllabus, you know, and, and information on each program information on the teachers, uh, and phone numbers listed for, for the contact people. So it's very easy. That's uh, awesome. Yep. Very cool. Bruce, we really appreciate you coming in. Yeah, today, man. absolutely. It's great. This is great. I think we can, uh, I think this is, this is a good idea. Oh, thank so you. So let's just thank figure you. out how we can get the kids to see this and that 
uh, students to see this and pass it on to others. Yeah, right? absolutely. There's just... And we, we can do that. Perfect. Well, thanks again. Thanks for coming in. Uh, thank you for listening. And of course, I want to make sure we bring up the fact that uh, we've got the Blue Collar Blueprint on the website. If you guys go check it out, that's additional content. It's free. Just sign up for an account, register for an account. Uh, you get in there and you can see uh, videos and listen to other blue collar business owners uh, and support companies, whether it's, uh, you know, the guys from Metabolic Fitness talking about how to, you know, keep a healthy, healthy lifestyle or we've got. Uh, people like Derek talking about uh, how he grew his company and doing all the great things that he does. So uh, check it out. Register for an account. and um, Drop us some questions. Drop well, us some questions, yeah. I don't think we've really... We need to start leveraging that more for sure. Um, drop questions for the guests and, and we'll ask them on the show. Yeah, yeah, please do. If there's something specific that you want to know from uh, from someone, just send us a, send us an email at hardhat at bluecollarstartup.io. That's hardhat at bluecollarstartup.io or I believe we also have a thing on the website you can uh, sign up for our newsletter um, and then uh, or if you're watching us on YouTube or Rumble just drop a comment on one of the videos uh, drop a question and we'll do our best to get back to you on that and then uh, and one more time I just want to say again thanks to Michael's group for uh, helping with the sponsorship and, and jumping on board to support the mission so uh, thanks everybody for listening Derek Thanks, Mike. Thank you. Bruce, thank you. Appreciate it, Bruce. Thank you. Have a great day, everybody. great.